Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! in with the glove. Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Kevin Bouchard with a little snap. From the right point. I'm James Neal. Right on this. Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Oh, the glove save made by Smith. This is Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Hunter McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Let's get it started. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is the Friday edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex Fire Lease, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. A jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. In the middle of what is the last Battle of Alberta series of this Canadian uh, Division series, at least during the course of the regular season, never say never. Calgary Flames still technically in the playoff mix. Uh, an off day for the Edmonton Oilers after playing three games and four Flames a little bit better last night. Uh, Edmonton a little sloppy at times and maybe didn't finish off some of the opportunities that they did have. Um, we got a lot to get to. We'll have a complete recap of last night's game here from some of the participants as well. And then, coming up at uh, 12.20 today from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, Natalie Minkler to uh, tell us about some of the changes that are occurring and some uh, opportunities for you to get engaged and involved and potentially win um, with the REMAX 50-50 online and a special event that's going to take place for tomorrow night's game as well. At 12.35, Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. It is an off day uh, for the uh, team today, but he's kind enough to uh, take some time to join us. 105 for the horses and horse racing Alberta, Mark Spector. And then tomorrow night's game, uh, in terms of the 
50 draw will be in support of Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center, which is in Red Deer. Uh, we went down to do the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament when we still did those sort of things a couple of years ago. It was an awesome experience. Guys like Terry Lowe and Al Sims and company did a terrific job, and uh, Red Deer is a real vibrant community, one of my favorite places to go to. And I know we had a terrific time. We had several members of the Oilers and the Flames organization involved in that. And to uh, speak to why it's important to support um you know, organizations such as the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center in Red Deer will have Sheldon Kennedy, a survivor of uh, abuse himself and, uh, of course, a, a pretty good NHL player and an unbelievable major junior hockey player back in the day as well. That's all coming up here in the next two hours of our show. We will tell you the River Cree Resort Casino hotline is 7804960063. When the province returns to getting back up and at them, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We are on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Let's do this. Let's get into the Oilers Now audio vault. Edmonton took on Calgary last night. Oilers had won back-to-back games, 6-1 and 3-1 in the peg. They took on... Uh, the Flames, who were rested last night, and uh, Calgary were the better team. Here's the call for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Cam Moon is the next voice you'll hear. For the ninth time this year, the Battle of Alberta. Oilers 5-3 and three against Calgary so far. Puck into the middle as they will play on Saturday night here as well. That will be the last Battle of Alberta. Here's Kachuk. Centers it. Scores. Lindholm fired it right through the pads of Smith. Given away and it'll get to Chase on his shot. And the save made by Markstrom. Archibald through the middle finds Russell. And he'll skate it into the Calgary end. Goes to the right wing. Drops it off. Neal will go to the net. Scott! James Neal off the right wing, and somehow that got through Markstrom, and this game's tied at one. Uh, when Calgary signed Jacob Markstrom, they didn't expect goals like that going against them. I mean, it's that simple. Shot from the point, scores. Anderson let it go. That got redirected in front of the net past Smith. And the Flames have a 2-1 lead on the Edmonton Oilers. Mangiapane back to the blue line, gave it away. Out comes Neal. He might have a breakaway. James Neal in the shot. Glove save made by Markstrom, and he held on. He'll give it to Lucic in over the Oiler line. Waiting, shooting, save, rebound, scores. Puck got through the pads of Smith. Now to Nugent Hopkins, and that'll do it. And the Calgary Flames will get the 3-1 win here over the Edmonton Oilers. Flames deserve the win. Uh, their team, if they get the win, if they get the lead, uh, they're they're tough to deal with. And uh, they got the lead. Edmonton got back to one one. Jacob Markstrom had a really good night overall. I know we have listeners um, in Central and, and Southern Alberta that are uh, fans of the Calgary Flames. I don't think they're in as dire situation as an organization as maybe some others do think they're in. They may not make the playoffs. They're a long shot, obviously, to do so. Four points behind Montreal. The Canadians have a game in hand. Um, by the way, if the Oilers win tomorrow night uh, in the return engagement, 8 o'clock on the Oilers radio network, Jack and myself, uh, Robin and uh, Reed Cam will all have the call for you. Uh, I will tell you that uh, Calgary can't catch Edmonton in the standings. So uh, there is 
not for the Edmonton Oilers. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Oilers lose 3-1 last night. Here's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. We're sloppy. Sloppy with the puck. Turned a lot of pucks over. Smith was really good in goal. Gave us a chance. And uh, we had some chances. Didn't bury anything. And and that's the case. I mean, Connor Yamamoto set up Leon Dreisettle in the first period. Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the second period. Those are bang-bang plays down low. Oilers couldn't convert. And then it was McDavid to Yamamoto in the third period with a point-blank look as well. So Edmonton had some A-grade scoring opportunities in the course of that game. James Neal is going to uh, fight like heck to be in the lineup. There's no guarantee that's going to take place once Edmonton gets the likes of Jujar Kerr and Zach Cassian back. But uh, Neal did score last night and put together, uh, that might have been James Neal's best game of the season. Here's Dave Tippett. Well, it's hard to say. You know, Neal, he's got to get up and going. You know, he's, like I say, he's struggled with some injuries and stuff this year. And I give him credit. He's worked hard to try to push his way in and try to, he wants to get in the game and have an impact. That's what he's done his whole career. And we'll see if we can get to that place this year. All right, so uh, James Neal uh, and the Oilers uh, ultimately lose 3-1. Uh, for James Neal, who was uh, interviewed after last night's game, uh, he had this perspective on uh, staying ready at all times and uh, being ready to contribute come playoff time. You know what, Bob? I missed exactly oh, what you okay. said there. Oh, I had okay. Natalie on the phone oh, okay. well, that's juggling a lot. <laughs> that, that happens. This shows me. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, do. Do this for me, Brendan. Play the James Neal cut on staying ready at all times and uh, being ready to contribute uh, if uh, called upon come uh, playoff time. You're sitting, kind of waiting for your opportunity, and you're uh, you're practicing. You're on the taxi squad. You're getting in a game here and there, and um, you know it's tough. Uh, so. Um, but, uh, you know, each day you just kind of try to stick with it and uh, be a good teammate and help guys out and, uh, you know, be, uh, be a leader around the room. And, um, you know, when, when that opportunity comes, you got to be ready. So I, I, I've stuck right with it. And, you know, I'm getting an opportunity now and I want to be uh, a factor in the playoffs and, and help this team win. And, uh, I've played a lot of playoff games. I've played a lot of big games. I've played uh, in the Stanley Cup finals. I've been through those runs and I know what it takes to get there and, and what it takes to score in the playoffs and uh, how you got to win. So um, I'm looking to, uh, you know, help the team do that. And, um, you know, I think uh, as we go here, uh, I'll just continue to get better. There you go. That's James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers and the Calgary Flames tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And uh, we'll have some more thoughts coming up. Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach at 1235 today. But at this time, as promised, from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, who had multiple announcements today, we welcome back to the show Natalie Minkler. Hello, Natalie. How are you doing? I'm great. How you doing, Bob? Good. Uh, all right. So some changes taking place effective May 1st regarding the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation 50-50 Remax online raffle. Uh, and it has to do a bit with uh, some early bird prizing. What can you tell us about that? So starting tomorrow and for select games, we are going to be offering some early bird prizes in addition to the grand prize 50-50 draw. So uh, tomorrow, if um, fans purchase their 50-50 ticket prior to noon, their uh, ticket will be entered to win an autographed Leon Dreisaitl jersey. And if they purchase before 7 p.m. tomorrow night, their ticket will be entered to win a uh, limited edition uh, Ford F-150 Raptor. 
And then, of course, they always are eligible to win the grand prize at the end of the night, which is 50% of the total jackpot. So they can win a truck, an F-150, that's what you're saying, on top of uh, potentially uh, winning the, uh, the, the grand prize? Exactly. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, I, 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 you, this is your opportunity to to, to talk uh, with the Oilers fan base. Obviously, I'm sure the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation is, uh, uh, you know, just thankful in terms of the level of engagement uh, that you've gotten from the Oilers fans out there because this has been a very uh, successful initiative in a time in which a lot of people are hurting out there, Natalie. You're absolutely right. And, you know, when we launched this uh, online 50-50 program last summer, we we were not sure, um, you know, how it was going to, what kind of dollars it was going to generate. But as we've seen over the course of the last few months, uh, the interest is extremely high for participation in our 50-50 program. I mean, let's face it, Alberta loves 50-50 regardless. But, um, you know, the the amount of money being generated uh, with our program is is tremendous and we've been able to partner with lots and lots of different organizations in and around northern alberta to be a beneficiary from these dollars that are generated uh you know we partnered with uh vulnerable communities uh the mustard seed the bissell center the food banks um you know last night our game was in support of the military family resource centers in northern alberta you know, we've all we've all experienced um, hardships of this pandemic, and uh, our charitable sector is is right up there. And so, the dollars that we generate uh, from our fifty fifty program certainly go back into the community to help support uh, charitable organizations. Now, we are going to have a uh, special night tomorrow night as well. We're going to hear a little bit later on from Sheldon Kennedy, who uh, you know, I had an extended conversation actually about uh, in, uh, I guess that would have been the summer of 2018, the last time we did uh, the Battle of Alberta uh, for the Children's Advocacy Centre down in uh, uh, Red Deer. Maybe just uh, if you could just educate our listeners about you know the importance of that event. And uh, I can tell you, hosting that event in Red Deer was pretty... Uh, Eric Francis, who's a Calgary-based media personality... The second night decided to poll the uh, the fan base in in Red Deer that showed up for this event and said, "How many Oilers fans are there? How many Flames fans are there?" And uh, the roar for for Edmonton was special. Red Deer remains a very um, vibrant and uh, supportive community of oil country, aren't they? Absolutely, and and you know what we're. The people in Red Deer are fantastic, uh, no question. And the work that the Child uh, Advocacy Center does in Red Deer is phenomenal. And um, so in addition to the early bird prizes that we have tomorrow, our net proceeds from tomorrow night's 50-50 are going to go to the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. And, you know, we've all read and heard the reports in the media about, you know, the difficulties that pandemic causes with with families and, um, you know, at-risk kids and, um, you know, I was chatting with uh, their people down in Red Deer at the Advocacy Center, and he was telling me that the uh, the numbers of um, child abuse have quadrupled since the pandemic started. And, uh, you know, I think it, it, it speaks to the stress of so many people uh, in our in our community that are 
you know, just the pandemic has caused all sorts of unimaginable uh, situations. And so, um, as I mentioned, our dollars tomorrow night are going to be directed to the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Centre as well. Natalie, thanks for joining us here on Oilers Now. We'll stay in touch here during the course of what is hopefully a lengthy playoff run. We sure hope so. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Natalie Minkler from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. Again, tomorrow, the uh, net uh, proceeds, the Nets Fund raised uh, for Saturday's 50-50 raffle will support the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center in Red Deer. The... Uh, uh, Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center supports and empowers children's and uh, children and families impacted by abuse uh, to lead healthy and fulfilling lives, and it serves 82 separate communities in Central Alberta. It is 12:20 in Edmonton. Again, we'll have Sheldon Kennedy, who uh, is a, a prominent uh, survivor and advocate uh, advocate in uh, support of uh, uh, organizations such as the Central Alberta. Uh, Child Advocacy Center. We'll hear from Sheldon coming up at about 1.35. Oilers head coach Dave Tippett today at 12.35. Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta at 105. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today and today's top story. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1223 in Edmonton. Bob Stopper and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Return engagement tomorrow night between the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. Oilers did not practice today. Today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. I would expect Caleb Jones uh, probably back in the lineup tomorrow against Calgary. Did not like uh, how, uh, in Chris Russell's case, kind of looked like he uh, was favoring the lower body there as he left the ice after uh, Matthew Kachuk took a uh, bit of an undisciplined run at him, uh, with his team up 3-1, gave the Oilers a power play opportunity with about six minutes left. Let's face it, Jacob Markstrom played well. And Probably was a little bit, you know, he was one save better ultimately. I, I know Mike Smith gave up three goals, but Smith pulled one out of Lynette as well. It was a ridiculous save at the end of the second period. Edmonton had some things. It's interesting. When it's a simple thing, you need your best players to be the best players. Connor McDavid, you know, the try was there. But maybe the fine-tuned sharpness around the net wasn't necessarily there. But David and Dry settled. Uh, Tyson Berry had a real tough game on the blue line. Gave up multiple odd man breaks going the other way. Uh, Smith made a couple good saves. But when the Flames got the 3-1 lead, Kachuk went in on it with a finishing hit on the Oilers' Chris Russell. And uh, he, to me, that looked like the sort of thing that may have some ramifications carrying forward here. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, maybe we'll get a bit of an update on, uh, from Dave Tippett. Liked what we saw to Ryan McLeod yesterday. Oilers fans should be excited. He can transport the puck. There's no question. He, he doesn't necessarily have to give it up all the time he gets in the ozone. He can take it to the net. You know, he can shoot. You're not being selfish if you shoot. That will just take some time. The Oilers have something with that uh uh, player Cahoon was quiet yesterday. Paul Yarby was quiet. And again, it, you know, we've seen a great performances from McDavid. That was a quiet one. Edmonton three and four. Some people call it a scheduling loss. When you do that, you get fans of the other team saying, oh, don't this. And, and there's a degree of truth to that. You have to overcome these sort of things. The Oilers simply did not have a lot of juice yesterday. Into 
NHL today. It is presented daily on Oilers Now by Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel products and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here is Brendan Escott. The Montreal Canadiens host the Winnipeg Jets in a battle of two teams in desperate need of points. That's one of four games on tonight's schedule. The Seattle Kraken have completed the process of becoming the NHL's 32nd franchise today. They've made the final payment on the $650 million expansion fee. Meanwhile, 38-year-old Ilya Kovalchuk terminated his contract with KHL champion Omsk Avangard. Bakersfield Condors are off this weekend they draw San Jose on the road again on Monday. The Oil Kings are in action in Calgary tonight on the road. Uh, Tomorrow they will finish their season series against Red Deer and then their season wraps up Thursday of next week against Medicine Hat. And Team Canada meets Switzerland at the U18 World Hockey Championship down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, hoping to improve to 3-0 and this week. Dylan Gunther, he's got a goal and three assists in the first two games. You can catch Canada-Switzerland again tonight, 7 o'clock on TSN. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Fox says, bad cross-check on Connor trying to split the D, and I think what Leon was overplayed. No need for that, says the Fox. Uh, Dreisaitl played about 29 minutes last night. Um, the, the, the the photo that was out there on, on McDavid looked like there was a cross-check from Nesteroff. Some might say he skated right into it. Uh, there you go. RL says, Bob, please, I'm not a Calgary fan, but Kachuk's hit was not dirty. Just finished his check. Did I not call it a finishing hit? I believe that's what I called it. You fan, the whiny Oilers fans. That one comes to us from RL. Well, yeah, whatever, RL, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, Randy says, Bob, uh, you know, like uh, how someone stepped up to help Russell. What a joke. Let's have your teammates back from Randy. The Oilers are not right now built that way. Do you know who the Oilers' tough guy is? The Oilers' tough guy is their power play. And their power play had an off night last night. That is their tough guy. That's how Edmonton has to respond right now, especially without having the likes of Cassian and Kayra in the lineup. And frankly, at this stage of the game, they can't have, any, they can't have uh, Darnell Nurse fighting for the sake of fighting. Sorry, they need him on the ice. He's been the best defenseman in the North Division. Now, that may be something you address in the offseason. Maybe you add a left shot guy on the, you know, on the wing. Maybe in a third or fourth line role that's got a little bit of that in their game. I don't know. But in the Oilers' current complexion of their makeup right now, they don't have a lot of toughness in the lineup. So just food for thought in that regard. And you know what? If it was a really egregious hit, I think there would have been a response. So I said it was a finishing hit. And an interesting timing with your team up by two goals. I'd take Kachuk on my team. I would. He's effective in his role. Actually surprised he hasn't had a better offensive campaign, but he was decent last night. Dave Tippett coming up at 135, or sorry, 1235 after Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.